podcast starts at 19 seconds. Welcome to a new episode of Fit the Description, a Black Men's podcast where various Black men come together to talk about life, society, entertainment, culture, news, and whatever else we want to talk about from various Black men's perspectives. I'm your host, G, and today we got Adam. Yo. And we got James. I'm just trying not to get sued. (laughs) (laughs) So as usual, on your way in, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow. Make sure to check out the Cliff Channel, Fit the Description Podcast on YouTube. We're also on various different podcast platforms. We're also on Rumble. Shout out to Rumble. I'll be seeing y'all watching our podcast. We definitely appreciate it over there. And if you just want to hear me ramble every week, if you could catch me, you can check me on Rumble. And we're also on Twitter, although I, I'm, we're not on there much, but I do post basically just things that I get from people who eat, hit me up. And we post it for like links and stuff. So if, if you need like some kind of help, some college stuff, whatever. So we usually repost that stuff over there on Twitter if you want to check that out. Yeah. And beyond that, yeah, we'll get started. Like I said, oh, you're yeah. this you're, okay. you're leading this podcast today. So yeah, let us know what we're talking about. Spotlight now. Um Okay. So I'm going back to like that the things that Dr. Umor was talking about, right? Oh yeah, go ahead. Um so it's a it's a bunch of different topics he did talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bunch of different topics he did talk about. Um, one of them is would you say that he brought up that all white people are racist? <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? All right, I I need you. Okay, what is his, his exact words? I want I need to know what his exact words are. Okay, let me um yeah. give me one moment. Right, his exact ahead. words. It's about. Three minutes long, so I'll jump there right now. All right. Um, and let yeah, me know if you can hear it. But um, let me see. I'm playing it right no, now. Exactly. Can you hear it? People not all be bad, yeah, but ahead. they're all racist. They can you hear it? Yeah, I can Who dominate unfairly the resources, the opportunities, and the privileges of this society. What, every white person. what about the people that just say, love is love, right? Love is love. I mean, that's most people's answer. There might about. be most black people. Love, love ain't love, but most white folks. White, everything white people do has a political purpose. Everything white people do has a political purpose. Ain't no love is love with white. Would, would we, we be considered racist if we only date within our race? No, that's what you call race loyalty. <laughs> Racism is a group system yeah. of exploitation, discrimination, oppression, bias, mm-hmm. where one group seeks to deny all members of another group their fair share. Of resources, opportunities, and privileges. You know why you can't be a racist? You don't own a damn thing white people need in order to live. White people need you for nothing. Who's our who's our kids go to? Bears. Our money in whose banks? Bears. Who's building the houses we need to rent and buy? Them. Who's shipping our stuff around the world that we need to order to live? Them. You follow me? They don't need us for shit. We need for everything. We are as dependent on white people today as we were when slavery ended 157 years. In my opinion, if you talk to an integrationist, if you talk to an integrationist and say, how far have we come since slavery? A week or very far. We got a black president. Now we got a black vice president. 
We got a black Supreme Court justice. We got about 10 black billionaires. We got about 100 black millionaires. They should change. Because their definition of progress is based exclusively on superficial assets. Are you following me? Mm-hmm. Now that's the integration. Now you come to me, the nationalists, the pan African nationalists. How much progress have we made since slavery to zero? Dr. Umar, how can you say that? Black people got master's degrees, doctor degrees, houses in white neighborhoods, we own our own businesses, we got millionaires, we got tech companies. Here's my question. To what extent are we now in a better position to protect and dictate the lives of our children mm-hmm. today than we was when slavery ended? Let me ask it another way. When slavery ended, we own one half of 1% of all the wealth in America. That's how much we own that? It's one half of 1% of all the wealth in America. What the fuck has changed? Nothing at all but the appearance of things. The only thing they did when they ended slavery is change the way it looked. They traded in slavery. Before the 13th Amendment, we were owned by individuals. It was the property of individual slave owners. After the 13th Amendment, we became property of the government itself. We are slaves in our Hello? I'm right here. I just paused and came back. Okay. Um, before we go into that one, because we have Keith on here. I don't know if you can hear Yo, me. Yo, Keith. You were bringing up you you were bringing up the conversation of interracial relationships, and I was wondering if you could bring it up with Keith and and get his thoughts on it because he he oh at, shit he's on here. What up, Keith? <laughs> Jamie D, what's up, my guy? What's up, bro? Oh hey. my god, this is man. I may even stay on here for. I'm a I'm, I'm seeing like the I'm seeing like the hug and everything like, going on I, in my I head. Really, I was like, I really hope they don't ask me about this religious. Shit. I'm not. Going to <laughs> <laughs> man, bro, I'm telling you, dog. Like, maybe I'm on here, bro. right? I mean, let's do it. Hey, hey, let's let's do it. Oh, that's funny. All right, Keith. How you okay. doing, by the way, man? I'm man, man, dude. I'm a one like steak sauce, baby. What's up? All right, man. I hear that. I hear that. That's good to hear, man. Good to hear from you. How about All you? Right. How you been? How you been, man? I've been good. I've been good. I um, uh, I'm not stressing as much as I used to anymore. I got I, I left Enterprise. I don't know okay. if I if you was if you was told that, but man, I went on like a 45 minute rant when Jesus let me talk about it, and I. I I went in on it, man. It felt so good. Like I'm done with this, but I'm good. I'm so good. I'm. I'm just. The only thing that can make it better if I had a mimosa right now. But I'm good. That's a. That's a. That's. That's an awkward choice of drink. But okay, man. <laughs> that's a good drink. You can't go wrong with champagne. Okay. And hey, I've been to. I've been to a couple bachelorette parties, and uh, yeah, they. They're good. They're. They're good. But, I but what I will say, if I had my choice, I've had three choices, right? My mimosa would be in the morning slash night because one of those, it's really one of those type things, right? I'd have my Jack and Coke or I have a Moscow Mule. Okay. 
I'm a little old school man. Just give me a uh, some uh, a shot of Evan Williams and let me go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Get that little shot of. I mean, I don't really drink, but that put me to sleep like. A- hey, you, you, hey, I'm right there with you. I don't drink like that anymore, like I used to. But I'll take a sip of that every once in a while. The mimosa, yeah, I did that this morning, and I feel good about that decision. I just didn't have enough orange juice. That was a bad decision. But anyway, so basically the questions that, I, that we was going off of, right? It's uh, do, do you um, do you you know who Dr. Umar is, right? Uh, who? Dr. Umar. Uh, it sounds familiar. So he's basically the the guy who's uh, basically talking about it's. Hmm, G. I would I would kind of butcher that. Can you can you kind of talk about Dr. Umar a little bit? Uh, well, you kind of heard it in the video where he's just like a uh, he's basically the pro black guy. He's all about black, you know. Like like he just said, all right, people are racist. You know, mm-hmm. you should stay inside your race. Basically, a real like you know a pro with a pro pro black guy, a pro yeah. what's called pro Africanism or pro 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 pan 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 Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's oh, one of those guys. So... He should be like, okay, he should believe he believes that black people should uplift black people and all that type of things. Oh, further than that, yeah. yeah. But just way right, further. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. I, get it. <laughs> right, I haven't even got to the base of the of this subject though, but that's gonna be a little bit. But okay, so tell me the topic. Tell me the topic. The topic, the topic he was talking about, right? Was uh-huh. um basically um that black people should only be with black people. And that love is love. That whole love and love, like terminology, is like it's fine for every other race in a, in a way of saying. But when you're African, love is not love. It's you need to be with another another African or, or another person who understands your struggle. And that and that retrospect, like you should be able to um, code switching. Like me and G was talking about earlier. Like if you get pulled over by the police and um, you know for no fucking reason, you're gonna go from who you are. You're gonna code switch to like somebody that's gonna seem come off as like non-threatening to the police officer because you already know what a situation can be with police officers. To them, you know, the person who's with you, they may be like, "Well, what what are you doing? Why are you doing that?" You know, because they're not fully understanding the reason why you're doing it because either they haven't been put in the situation, basically they haven't been they haven't had to talk. Their parents have to haven't had to tell them, "Hey, in this world." basically you know you're at a disadvantage this is how the world looks at you this is how they view you they don't have to have that talk right so what i'm saying is like how do you feel about that because i was telling g like i personally am like the love is love person because it's like you are you're gonna be with who you are gonna be with because in america you know it's a mix max of different cultures and people here you're not like in your own home continent where it's like majority of the people there are you know the same race as you you know so here you know you might see you know uh a japanese person walking down the street and you're like oh i find her attractive i find him attractive or whatever you know you might be in uh, um, tennessee you find another white person you'd be like i find that girl attractive or whatever right you might Mm -hmm. be in new mexico like I find this Mexican girl attractive and everything. It's just gonna be like you're open to who you like, you're liking, and when you bring her back home, not all the time, but it's more majority of the time when you bring a girl back home, 
then, you know, like your family is going to be kind of like, you know, it is what it is. You like her, you, he likes you, you know, that's good. Versus like if a Japanese um, girl brings back a, a black man, then all of a sudden it's like, not all the time, but majority of the time, it's an issue. Um, it's an issue with that because him as the Japanese man, whether he's like first generation or he's like prior from his home country, he knows the struggles that his daughter or his son is going to have just because they're dating slash married to a person who has the same, who has a different skin color than them in America. Mm-hmm. So based off of the fact that you're, you're not married to a black, uh, a black woman, how do you personally feel about that, about what he's saying? This is that setup. you're not for you're not you're basically not for your people like you, you because you're not with a black person you are not for your people i heard that bro like i heard that you know you talk about all this stuff g about since you hey i didn't i i didn't break up this topic i didn't break up this topic but this is adam adam brian this stuff so don't look oh, at me okay so okay so first and foremost Yes, I am not in a relationship with a black woman, and nor will I never be in a relationship with a black woman. Now, that's just my personal vendetta in life, because I was raised by all black women, and I watched these bitch cheat, scam, <laughs> vandalize, corrupt, all of the shit, like every negative thing you could think of. But that's not even the reason why. So the reason I, I don't, well, to answer your question first, no, I don't feel like you should be with a person who who understands your struggle because a good old movie called Queen and Slim basically showed us what happens when two people understand each other's struggle, what happens to two Black people on the run from the cops. And it clearly wasn't his fault on why that movie happened at the beginning. It was clearly hers. So, I mean, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it. It it basically sums up my whole point about black women. If bitch would have just shut the fuck up, we wouldn't have had this problem. But that's my personal opinion. But no, I mean, like I said, man, I, I've been having this conversation with G. And yes, I've had this conversation at work recently. And it's so funny because people look at me like I'm crazy, but it's just my but it's just but it's just my truth. It's like, yeah, you know, I think about you know, black women talk all this stuff like, you know, when a black person dies or a black kid dies, like a Trayvon Martin or a George Floyd, it's like, oh, that was somebody's brother or, 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 or I could have been that. It could have been all this stuff, but it's like once a black woman gets in a relationship with a black man, it's like, I'm sorry, it's just never enough. It, it It's just, it it's, it's her, her, antics from the from the relationship that I've been in with I've been with two black chicks and and that's about it and that was years ago decade ago and um black women have such high expectations and just thought ass tendencies like I don't I don't care in this day and age not 20 years ago or 30 years ago it's like black women want to believe that they're traditional woman and 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 it's like you're just not traditional women and it's like you do not deserve you know 
I mean, I'm a black man and, you know, I speak for, 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 for myself, but you do not deserve the privilege to be with me until you can cherish me or, or, you know, and, and those are the black women that I have run into. I'm not speaking for all black women because I hate when women do that, but the black women that I've been around do not cherish black men enough because we are built to take we are built to take emotional stress. We are built to take beatings, lashings, so on and so forth. Now, with that being said, another reason why I'm not with a black chick is because I hate to be a dick and say it like this, but I wanted my kid to have a fighting chance in this world. I know what a full black kid is going to have to go through in America versus a mixed kid. Sounds up. But it's some real shit at the end of the day. And that's how I look at life now. Me, I've got a lot of shit for telling people that because people will think it but not say it. But you, as you know me, I'll say just about anything. I, I don't care how people feel. But but it's just it's just not that easy. Like he is probably an older man saying that black people should be with black people. And I just don't see it as that. Like I've been of like I'm I'm better friends with black chicks than I am relationship wise. It's like why should I have to be with this chick because it's gonna make my family comfortable or it's gonna make my family feel like oh well they support me more because I believe they would. I believe if 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 I wasn't with the chick I'm with now, they would probably do a hell of a lot for for me because she called them and they'd sit in the kitchen and talk about me or all this. Shit. So y'all are getting what y'all want, like, but what the fuck am I getting? Like, like, well, like, and I come home, I don't want no headache. I don't want to see your fat mama in the kitchen with you and your sister and my daughter y'all braiding hair and and i gotta come home i can't make a sandwich because it's hot combs on the stove and shit. i don't want to see that i don't want to see extensions everywhere i i mean i i mean i hate to say it like that but it's the real like that, that i grew up with like i, I don't want to come home and see 40 sitting in my house drinking and eating my food i don't come home to that I come home at eight in the morning every day. It's quiet. Ain't nobody awake. It's sleep. And she ain't got no friends. Every time she has a black friend, I'm like, are you sure you want to do that? Because you know what that comes with. And it never lasts long because it's just too excessive. So no, I do not feel like black men should have to settle with black women just because of i guess it should be like that until i until i'm given a different stronger reason on why then i'll agree but get like like it's and it's and it's no offense to anybody who dates a black chick on here or is married to a black chick but i guarantee now the one thing i can't guarantee is that that just got an out of pocket and you couldn't do about it <laughs> i guarantee that that one or two times in y'all relationship if not more has gotten out of pocket has embarrassed you without even thinking about how this will make you feel 
or or how your boys will look at you or how your family because they don't give a and it's like I have never had to deal with that when it comes to the chick I'm with or the outside of the races now yes has she gotten like in the house when it's just me and her talking shit or whatever but I've never been disrespected outside of my house bro like I watch like nigga I'm like I, I tell the story to everybody nigga he was in Burger King me and her with the kids we was eating and this black dude and this black chick he was dressed up nice and she was dressed like shit uh they had a double stroller and like he was holding the baby this nigga was holding the baby and a double stroller this bitch had on one of them little shower caps a beat up t-shirt and some nasty ass fucking shorts and some fucking flip-flops and like he he had on a collar shirt and some sweats or or, 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 or I'm, I'm, I'm sorry a collar shirt and some jeans and like he looked per, 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 uh, presentable and it's like I'm just like okay whatever so he was trying to ask her how she was on the phone like hey you know what do you want uh, she was like oh I want this uh, like a Whopper or something I don't really know what she ordered but she was like but I do remember he was like do you want cheese or no cheese and she was like what the fuck do you mean of course I want fucking cheese and I'm just like I would have put that bitch to the wall I would have been in prison I would have been straight up the day would have had to call SWAT to get her off of me just just the amount of this nigga's holding every kid pushing the stroller and you on the phone and I'm just like, just the amount of disrespect, bro, that, and that this bitch show, like, I wanted to go over there and just cold cock the shit out of her, because I'm just like, are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Like, and, but see, that's the shit that a woman will be like, why did he cheat on me? Or like, why is he putting his hands on me? Because you forgot about this situation right here. And that's the shit that I don't, I don't, I don't like. I don't like disrespect. And I, I'm I'm sorry, black women are known for it. It's fucking in their DNA. Show no. me another example of an Asian woman disrespecting a black man, or like a Mexican woman disrespecting a a a, a black man, or a, you know, or a white. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say they don't do it, but but I can tell you hundreds of times I've seen black women disrespect black men disrespect black kids like they disrespect their kids it don't matter how fucking old they get it's always the same excuse oh well you'll always be my kid but it doesn't mean you have to disrespect me like I am 21 years old I am a man now just because I'm your kid it doesn't mean you still got to talk shit to me like there and there just has to be some level of respect and I just feel like they don't have it towards black men Okay. Is that it? Oh yeah. I'm done. No, I'm talking to Adam. <laughs> oh. oh, whoa. I thought you were talking to me. Oh no, no, no. I, I could tell that you're done. I mean, so and I and I was I'm just gonna say this right now. We've already had this discussion. I, I said it right now, I'm saying it right here. I ain't talking to you to you, Keith, about this conversation for at least another year because we already had this conversation. You already know my stand. If you all don't know. I like, I date anybody. I'm an equal opportunity. I date black girls like I date white girls like I date Asian or Mexican, no matter to me. But I'm not having this conversation with him because we already had it. So if you want to hear us have this conversation, go look at older podcasts. But I'm taking a break from arguing with this man for at least a year. So Adam, it's on you, man. This is your topic. All right, Keith. First of all, let me just tell you 
thank you for talking about the topic. I know you didn't have to talk about it, but thank you for talking about it and coming out with it from your personal point of view. You know, everyone's view is different, you know, but just like you have some people that will agree with you, have some people that will disagree with you, but I'm not here for the masses or the minority of the people. We're just going to talk about it how it is. Now, first mm-hmm. and foremost, I understand where you're coming from. I do. Um, and I understand what you mean by that. Again, there are some people going to look and say, well, the kids, I I want my kids to have a better chance than the chances that I've had or situations that I was put in. You know, and mm-hmm. some people may argue that they you can put them in a better situation by doing certain things, but that's not always the case. Each and every person will do, you know, raise their kids, do things that they personally believe will be the best for them. Um, so I'm not going to say that you're, I'm not telling you that you're wrong in that. You know, it's just a different way of seeing things. And that's, that's, a, that's the right way. And that's, well, that's neither right nor wrong, but that's a personal way. So, but I've actually thought about things on, on that nature when I was younger too, based off of some of the situations that I was put in, um, and how I grew up and the things that I saw too. So I can say that I do understand you, you know, from that point of view. Um, now, the other topic about uh, the the gentleman who was being disrespected, that was actually also spoke about by Dr. Umar as well. He brought up the, that topic and being like, because of our situation where with welfare and basically when the dad is out of the household, the mom gets money and this and that, and it's like she doesn't really have to do all these things when she gets welfare for as, as long as she doesn't have another partner in the household with her right so then she's getting money although from the government you know she's getting money so because she's getting money or she might be on um on um child support because a lot of people she either decided to do it or people in her family have told her like it's better you should just go ahead and do it regardless of what the situation is they both go that way uh but she's getting money outside of you without really having to do anything but she's getting money without being with uh, uh, another person that was actually spoke about like why would they give you that same type of respect or you know they really need you in the household to get the money now you know it's it's kind of like in a way it's helping people but it's also helping break up a family household because they're not respecting you the same way that you need or want to be respected uh, especially if you're out here working and doing everything that you're doing you know, to provide for your family. So I'll agree on you. I'll agree with you on that as well. And, um, you know, so, but he was talking about that. It was made in a way that would keep us separated. It would keep the Black household separated and continue to uh, be doing so. And then as the, as the child was raised, especially, you know, if it was a woman, then a girl, then the girl would be raised in that same fashion, not to show respect or be respectful to um, her partner or you know that if, if she didn't have a partner as long as she had a kid then that the government would take care of them and she wouldn't need uh, a man or any uh, significant other um, so that's actually spoke about and you know that is something that's not really spoken a lot about but it does happen a lot the disrespect that people get now that can either be just because of how they was raised and I primarily believe it was how a person was raised it wasn't raised to show or given enough respect, and they was raised in a single household, and they seen how certain things was, and they copied that behavior. Um, 
that's in to this day and age, depending on where you go to or who you speak with, you'll see people, um, individuals showing that same type of um, attitude and behavior, which is off-putting. Why would I want to be with someone when they show such disrespect or don't even respect me for an individual, a person, you know, and I'm out here doing everything that I can do and you're not, but you're just getting money. You're just doing it, you know, things this way, you know, mm-hmm. but, and then also a lot of, a lot of these women out here, they like to get money the fast way now, the fast way, which is either like only fans now or being with like um, people who like sell drugs or do things on the side that's more illegal, illicit type things, but they get the money fast. You know, you can do things and go places. So, you know, outside of Dr. Umar, there's other, you know, videos I've seen or interviews talking about that. And it's just like, that's what these type of women want. You know, whether whether she was more presentable or more wanted, you know, like this is what these type of women want. And that's not what they're getting. Now, that shit, I feel you on that, though. I felt some type of way that he was explaining the situation to me. Like, I felt like I had, I, I wanted to jump in there. <laughs> you would have, you would have, you would have slapped her and then I would have got in a secondary slap on the other shit. That's how I felt right there and there when I heard all that shit. Well, that I'm talking about, you want some motherfucking keys and shit. Like, that, that is disrespectful. And I'm not even trying to get on the person like that, but like, that does raise some feelings in you. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, you guys, for number one, you're supposed to be a unit. Why are you, why is he dressed like this? Why are you dressed like that? Like, do you not care? Like, do you not see everything he's doing? Like, you need to, oh, man. I'm going to need to take a pause for a moment because I feel my feelings coming up. But, um, yeah, man, no, it's, to Eastern Ron on that, like, I personally believe that it's like a love is love type situation. Like, I see what people mean by that with this whole struggle and, 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 sharing it and having an understanding of it but i also see like why should i be with someone that i don't want to be with just because it's going to make my family happy like this isn't like the olden days in the sense where it's like rearranged marriages where we learn to love each other and everything like i have the choice to pick who i marry who i have kids with and everything so why should just because you know you see somebody like oh well that that's a good black man that's a good black woman like Okay, yeah, I see. I see what the color of their skin is, but I don't know if they're going to be good for me. I don't know if I'll be attracted to them. I don't know if you know we're going to be on the same level. You know, I don't know what their personality is. You know, their family and how everything acts. Like, like I, I understand you on that, and that's that's definitely a topic to take. Like, you know, like person to person, everything. But um, I do believe that that subject is wrong. Like. It's it's American, you know. You have a a, a mix max um, a a mosh of people here in this country, all from different backgrounds and and you know countries and everything. Like it's I I'm gonna you know love or like who I like because I have so much available to me. I'm not in my individual country where I only have the same people who look like me or similar to me, you know, um, or you know a small a smaller area within my country where I'm from, and I just know everybody in the city or, you know, um, village or whatever, it's, it's different, you know? So I feel like people really are looking at this a little bit wrong because it's like, yeah, you want your people to be for your people and yeah, you want your people to help your people, but 
if you have someone who loves you for who you are, then, you know, why not be with them, especially if they understand what you're going through or what you're saying and they actually want to help as well. It's like they're for the culture, they're for the people as well. They're not just like, well, I'm white and I'm just for my white people, but I like you, so I'm only going to be with you and help you. It's like, what type of fucking sense does that make? But I feel like it's a it's a damn touchy, it's a damn touchy topic and everything, just in general. So I'm just gonna leave that shit alone with the shit I said right there. All right. So in the next, what were we talking about before? Uh, before Keith got off about how all white people are racist. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. So that video, when as I go back and I look at it, you know, it really didn't explain what he meant by that. It's just a small part in the, in the beginning, you know. Now, I personally don't feel like they are. I feel like that's a learned um, idea, a, a, a learned topic. You have to be taught that, and if you believe in those that same that same mentality as the other person, yeah. You know, you you're gonna be a racist ass fuck. You know, you're gonna be like the the part of the Ku Klux Klan or whatever. But you know, if you're raised, you know, like everyone is an individual. You know, you help out the individual. You help out. You know, it's just I feel like being raised in a different um, mind with a different mind, right? Like it's you're not gonna be a racist ass person. You might dislike a person because they did something to you. You know, that doesn't mean that you're racist or anything. It just sucks that, you know, like if you just like somebody and then now the whole idea is that you're a racist because the person just like is black and the person could have just fucking like jumped you like a week or two ago, you know, like or some shit happened. But no, I don't believe that every white person is racist. You know, I, I understand what he's saying um, and it makes a little bit of sense more so in, in, the, in the area of like income and everything, but you know, something that your great, great, great grandmother, great grandfather did doesn't mean that their father, I mean, their mother, um, their kids, their grandkids, their grandchildren is going to do the same thing, especially in this day and age. You know, you have some people that do have racist as parents and, you know, they, some people neglect that shit. You know, they're just like, no, you know, or it comes out later on whether whether able to build up their individuality and they're like, this is me as an individual. And then their parents are bringing up certain subjects and they're like, like no, I, I, I'm not with that. I, you know, but then you have the same people that do. So I just, I feel like it's, you know, it's going to be based off of the individual, you know, them, them themselves. That's it. Not as a whole. I mean, I'll just say this. To me, that's just a stupid viewpoint. If I go around worrying about who is racist or who ain't that's white, I ain't doing I ain't having enough time in my life living. So I don't really too much care. I don't even worry about that. When it comes, it comes. When it doesn't, it does. I'm not about to sit down and just say, Oh, every white person's racist or blah blah blah. To me, that's stupid. That's a dumb fucking point. It is. I mean I, I mean I believe everybody has a splash of racism in them. I, yeah. I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit because you know I, I mean and then and 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 then sometimes it's not even full racism it's it's more like Prejudice. I mean no not prejudice just like um, I, I like to say 
I, I like to say, I mean, it's I like to say like racial stereotypes than anything. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's I, I wouldn't say it's racist. Like, like every time I see like a Mexican dude get out of a fucking like big ass car, it's like, I don't think like, oh, this dude's being racist. I just think he's more of like, like, or like, you know, it's the age old thing of like, oh, it's compensating for something. It's more of a stereotype than it is. Like, like you know, any it's not really racism. It's just more of stereotypes. It's like I don't think in the last couple of years, like I just had, like I don't know. I just never like well, not never, but in the last couple of years, I haven't felt like so somebody's done something because they were fucking racist to me or whatever. So, I mean, I'm not saying that acts don't happen because of people are racist. And then I, I mean, I'm a strong believer of like everybody's allotted just one bad day it's like some people just have really bad days and that person that comes in the counter with that person is just wrong place wrong time like i i I don't i can't just say that it's just racism like i do believe that people need to separate their home lives from their work lives in you know in every job i'm not just police officers or or firefighters or people of higher power. It's like people take that shit personally. And I, I deal with that shit all the time at work. It's like people will feel some type of way. It's like, well, if you feel this strongly about whatever going on at home, then you shouldn't have came to work today. Like, like I don't want to deal with your fucking bullshit that you got going on just because you feeling like, oh, well, I'm mad because my husband said this to me or this happened or that happened or whatever the case may be. So yeah, I do feel like most of these things that happen, not, and not all, I would say 80% of the fuck this shit that happens in the world is just wrong place, wrong time. Like, you know, you cannot be put in a position like I've been pulled over multiple times and I don't think I've ever been afraid for my fucking life. So I just feel like, yeah, it's, 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 it's wrong place, wrong time. But that's, like I said, that now that's a a topic for a different day, but I'm not going to say that he's just like all white people are racist. Like, bro, I've dealt with white people. Like I deal with white, a majority of white people all the time. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a colossal ass dude, so a lot of people ain't just gonna fuck with me. So that's the one plus that I have. Ain't nobody <laughs> yeah. just gonna fucking fuck with me and be like, like, why would you poke a bear in the wild? It's like, you just wouldn't do it. So, but, you know, I do see other guards that are average. They do get talked to like they're crazy. And and it's like I was like I don't understand that, but you know I gotta look at myself in the mirror and be like, all right, you know, ain't nobody gonna really talk to me like I'm crazy. Like everybody shows me automatic respect, so I don't know how it feels to just be disrespected or anything. Like I got police officers coming up to me and be like, damn dude, you big as shit. Like I wouldn't try to fuck <laughs> with you. So you know I ain't never really had that. You know, had to, like I've never had to worry about getting fucked with like that. So that's where I will say, I guess my naivety is very high because I don't have to deal 
with that aspect of life, like a person who's average height, like a five. God damn it, I can't drive for shit today. But um like me. Uh, okay, like yeah. me. Like, yes, that's and that's average height that's under five ten or whatever. It's like, yeah, you know, people like that gotta deal with more aspects of life. Like I get people from my job that, like I said, that praise me for being me. So it's like, I, I don't know how it feels to get talked down to or treated like shit or have to deal with that racist bug. Like, and for anybody that has to, who isn't listening, dude, I feel like shit for you. Like, I feel like, but I I just don't feel like it just has to do with my size. I just feel like if you exuberate confidence, then like that kind of plays a part. Like, I, I, I just don't want to believe that it's just size and size alone. Like I, oh. I am a strong. I mean, I might be wrong though. I mean, I might be wrong. I'll add on to that, Keith. I'm not as tall as you, but I'm like six foot two, so mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of people messing with me. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, my uh, at, at my job now, you know, when we go on visit, sometimes they ask if I can come along with them because of just how I am and how I look. And it's like, okay, like you don't need to say anything. You just need to stand behind me. While I talk to this person, that's all you need to do. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. And then they go buy me lunch. So, yeah. No, but see, and exactly, somebody will be like, oh, that's racist. But, bro, I just got a free lunch from doing nothing. I don't don't think that's racist. Like, I think And it's my job. If if they didn't do what I would have to do, they're just doing that. And I'm just there as, 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 like, not even anything. I'm just standing behind a person with a pen in my hand in the damn um, um, notebook thing in my other hand, you know, that's it. A collar shirt. That's, that's it. Exactly. And it's just like, even even when it comes to like, and it's like, you know, I tell people this all the time, and it's like, you look at certain, even like sports now, it's like sports is starting to even be like, like white dudes kind of taking over, man. And it's like, you know, like black dudes ain't, ain't ain't as popular as the Lucas of the world and the Jokic's of the world. And man, you know, you, you look at the NBA, especially the NBA, the NBA was like, okay, every year we got all black players. And like, for like, for instance, it was just like Dirk. Every year was the one white guy that we all knew. But now, man, it's a plethora of white dudes. You got your Tyler heroes out there. You got, you got a lot fucking Austin Reeves just made a name for itself after this playoff. So it's like, it's crazy how things are shifting. Like, man, you know, I remember when I was a kid, NFL was just a bunch of black players. Like, that's all I knew was black players. Like, I didn't care about white players. But now, man, you know, it's it's, it's like the tide is shifting back. It's crazy to see. You know, it's crazy to see on sports and entertainment and just even like you got like white rappers that are coming up like doing the damn thing I mean I'm not going to say over black rappers but you know as we all know Eminem is God in some circles even to some <laughs> rappers and it's like you know he's got the title of rap God and and, and and I'm sorry you know you can say what you want to say but but when you got heavy hitters in, in the rap game saying that they wouldn't fuck with Eminem because of whatever reason. And it's not like he's mixed like a logic or anything like that. 
That dude is full white. 100% the Wonder Bread whites. Like, there is no mix. There is no nothing. Do we have that? Is he, is he, this is the rap rap. Why are people still trying to be the king when they, when there's an official rap rap going on, you know? I, I would now say that I'm this, thinking about that, you know? I, I, I would say this when it comes to Eminem, I would say he's not looked upon like he used to. So that rap god thing, I don't think it, it That's because he was going to get canceled and he had to tame himself. Like I said, I can't, I can't say that. I, I'm sorry. I watched too many YouTube videos of hip hop people still claiming him as a rap god. So. From it's a, it's a, it's a, the guys that you like, or is it like the guys now? Because I know I hear a lot of people that are like not like like people getting respect, but they but everybody says his recent stuff. Everybody says Eminem ain't, ain't what he used to be. I hear that all the time. I haven't like, heard his recent stuff. Yeah, but no, I mean, I, like, you're I, gonna have like the the the, the up and you're gonna have your your coming into it. You're gonna have your plateau. And then you're going to have your fall because rap is uh, it's changing. You know, well, that's it, entertainment in general. That That's entertainment in general. Oh, well, I can't say that. I used to say rap, which is a whole nother subject, too. You know, like, how do you feel if um, with, um, with rap and everything, right? Like, so, okay, so I know before we was talking about, like, with African American culture, right? Music being one of the, one of our cultures, right? So, hip hop was the begin was in the beginning right it was coming into hip-hop and then that was going to go it still is it went somewhere yes yeah. so i'm sorry if i make it sound like that but that was going to go somewhere but then rap gangster rap came along right and that threw like everything off its hinges and now we're over here because this is another topic that he does talk about too the music industry and you know it's like okay i understand where he's going with this this part i do i, I can understand you know, now when I was younger, outside of what he was saying, you know, I like gangster rap. I still like some of it to this day, but like now that I'm older and I have a different viewpoint and I see things and understand things a little bit differently, I see it like, okay, yeah, no, I see what he means. It's like we are encouraging a behavior or a type of, of a person who speaks on the ill will and uh, neg- uh, negativity of others, killing doing all types of shit, you know, because, you know, whether or not they did do it or not, it sounds good to a beat. And now you have, you know, some kids that are out here doing exactly what they hear on the radio or on the CD doing that when the actual rapper themselves may or may not have ever done that. You know, it's like entertainment. It's like you're, this is your persona when you get the, when you get on stage, then when you get off stage, this is, you know, you become who you are, maybe like this, you, you, you are who, who who your persona is, but you know you're encouraging people, our people, to do these things to be this type of way, um, and they grow up doing these things. You know, it's like how how do you guys personally feel about that? Knowing that you know hip hop was here, it it did gangster rap came, and it was easier to to get fame and fortune from without doing all the things that you know, previous artists always had to do to get to where they was, um, to get to where they were at at the time. I don't know how true that statement is, but I mean, I don't know. If you don't want to go, Keith, I'll go first. Yeah, 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 you can go. Okay, well, like I've always said, I've always said hip-hop is the greatest con game in the world because they did they did something very, very smart. Did something very, very genius. They take a lot of young black kids from the inner city Give them a crap ton of money, sign them to like shitty fucking deals, 
make all the fucking money, then throw them away. One of the greatest things, one of the greatest con games, I think, that the music industry has done to minority, especially black kids. Don't get me wrong. I love it because it definitely does give people opportunity. I don't like, I don't know if I agree too much of of it changed and it's any different. I don't think it was any different. I think it's just, I think it just made it easier for these record labels to just take advantage of us and take advantage of our situation and it, and then just basically get what they need out of us and toss us aside. Like what's it like? What's it? Um, tribe call call quest. I think it was in twenty twenty one. They just, you know, they they finally just got royalties. You know, they never got royalties. Was it no, no, they, no? Oh, it's because of the contract they signed. Yeah, though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Exactly. But that's what they. That's how they do it. You know, you go ahead, you get kids when they want young. You give them like a lot of money. Because like I said, remember, most of these people, like people, don't realize, like a lot of these guys are being signed when they're like. 16, 17, 19 years old, 20. And they only involve family and not really, you know, they're, they're kind of like lawyers that could go over it and, yeah, and well, read it and be able to tell you. Or the lawyers are paid to do it, you know, like they're, they're giving a big chunk of money, so they're going to have to find it anyway. Well, most people don't know. I mean, dude, if you, no. if you were, if you were to give me a, a freaking million dollar contract when I'm like 16, you think I'm going to read that shit? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm a millionaire. Oh man, man I, wanna... I, I think when you're 16, you're smart enough to know though when you sign a contract, it's no, not you're like not. scrolling. No, you 16, are hell 16. No. 16. Hell you're no. smart enough to know that it's not like scrolling down a new update on Apple, just clicking accept. This six, is like a whole six, entire contract. 16. You when you in, when you in the when you in 20 the hood, years ago, no, to... hell no. 20 years ago, 16, no. Because that would that would be us at uh, 16. 20 years ago, that would be us. There's no way I had the mental capability to care about what this contract says. Just give me the money and let me go about my day. There is there's no way at 16. Now I don't know about today's world because there's Google and and YouTube videos that tell you, but but when we were 16, there's no way in hell we had the capability or the know-how of a contract. Now, nah. like well, we wait, didn't wait, even wait. know about FICO scores at 16 years old. So had along okay, a contract. Well, I mean, look, that's because we were in public school, not private school. You know, where no, we would have been okay. No, regardless, regardless I'm getting off subject. Nothing to do with that, though. It has nothing that to do does with have that. a lot to do with that. No, I'm not yes, not, no, the, no, not the contract signing. I'm not the contract signing. I'm talking about your. Your feet. You don't think in private school that they teach kids about investing and in 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 FICO scores and all of that type of stuff? I'm so, okay, but okay, but Adam, I'm saying if we would have had access to the internet like kids do now, you don't think we'd be a hell of a lot smarter than what we are now? Okay, see, I'm sorry, Keto. I was just talking about the FICO scores. No, thing. well, no, no. That's what I'm okay, saying. Look, like this you is... got videos that 100. You know what? Half the time you don't even need school. Hate to say it like that, but like you can learn a majority of the shit that you need to know about life through the internet. If we had, you if can. we had the capable capability to research in full detail of what we can research now about taxes and FICO scores and and how to save money and do stocks and all of this stuff. If we would have had the capability and know-how of, of, of what these kids now have, it's, it's kids that are 16, 17 years old, I know, who got stocks and shit. 
Yep. They got stocks apps on their phone. Bro, bro, if we had access to stocks just sitting around making money for us while we're sitting in class and for two hours, bro, we man, get out of here. Well, if we would have known about it. Huh? Okay, no, you're, you guys are right. You guys are right on that. And look, if, if they said, you know, sign the contract, we're going to sign the contract, you know, they pull it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's one thing too, you know. But, but I will say this. If I had some family, and each, each, it's all different depending on the family, but if I had some family involved in my whole situation, what I was doing, like uncles, I don't know. I feel like uncles are just always like the ones where like, I know shit. But if I had some uncles and I was like, hey, you know, I'm about to go, you know, sign a deal to get all this money and everything. This is going to be my job. And I had an uncle came with me. Maybe, maybe the uncle would have been like, hey, yeah, you need, well, my uncle would have been like, you need to have a fucking uh, lawyer there just because I do have an uncle in the music industry. And I do have an uncle who owns a couple things in that type of industry. So my situation was with my uncle. I would have been like, this is what we're going to do. (laughs) Must be nice. (laughs) I don't know, man. I just started playing the, the, the game on the same level. I guess that new Diablo 4. I was thinking about buying that, but I'm like, I'm going to just wait till Black Friday and just buy them all then. I know that they're all going to be hella cheap because I was going to buy like Street Fighter and uh, Final Fantasy 16, but I'm just like, I'm just going to wait. I want to play that. I haven't played that yet. I I went to go get a water cooler at Walmart, and that's when I found out they had Diablo 4, and I made an executive decision at that point to buy it. You didn't get the water cooler? <laughs> that nigga said, uh, I can either spend $70 <laughs> on Diablo 4 or get this water cooler. Fuck my family. I'm getting the Diablo 4. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, we got the jug of water. I mean, <laughs> so at a pump. So that counts. <laughs> Y'all get cases of water today. That's funny. I do the same shit. My household, they be like, she be like, oh, the kids need new shoes. I be like, okay, well, daddy needs a new video game. (laughs) Can we we go to Walmart and get their shoes for this month? And then I'll go and get them some name brand shoes. (laughs) Kids are like, yeah. That's how I feel. Brittany wants to go and get the kids like shoes from Nikes and everything. And I know we got an outlet out here, but nah, my daughter just went through like four pairs of sandals in a month because she was just doing what kids do, you know, running, playing. And it's like she got upset with that. I'm looking at her like, well, yeah, she's a kid. This is going to happen. You chose to get her these sandals. I told you to get her cheap sandals. Well, I'm going, I played my game. Hello? Uh, hello. Yep. There's a couple other things, but I mean, we thought we went off topic, and I was trying to find in this conversation. <laughs> Look, I tell people that you you're a businessman, so so you got you got one friend who's telling the truth. He says to be on business. Uh, technically, I am. Can you hear me or no? Yeah, I can hear you now. You were on mute. I hear you now. Oh, shit. I was talking this whole time. God damn it. (laughs) Motherfucker. Yeah, I'm going to let you two talk. I got to get my mic fixed. My mic's not working again. 
No, uh, I was saying that I was saying that about the shoes. I was like, I bought my son when he first started uh, fucking first grade or kindergarten or whatever. I was like, we spent all this money on fucking shoes and shit and clothes. Like, we got them all Jordan shit. And uh, I was sadly mistaken because when we went to the school, we thought because when and when we were kids, it was all about style. So that's how I'm thinking that today's world is. Uh-huh. So so when he went to school, his kids in bummy ass shit, fucking guppy sharks, backpack, just cheap ass shit. I'm just like, why the hell did we spend hundreds of dollars on buying this nigga all this shit? And these kids is going to school. Like, he had a different outfit on every fucking day. And these kids wearing the same pants and same shirts and shoes. Dude, like, kids dress bummy as shit. So I learned my lesson on that. Like, all right, we just go to the store and get this nigga just cheap shit. I'm just like, I was so fucking pissed because I was like, damn, that's not today's world no more. Like, kids don't care about fashion. But then I see how my nephew dresses and shit and and he in high school, and I'm just like, damn, nigga, you be ripped pants and jeans and just just toe up. Like, I was like, that's not how we used to dress. Like, man, like, we come from an era of, like, style and... Oh, you know what? This is not how it is no more. I just want to say this, because it's just funny, because I remember when you first were talking about this and how you said... Nah, I don't care what anybody says. My kids are always going to go to school flying fresh. I remember you having a conversation with me, and it's funny how much you change your view. I mean, don't get me wrong. They still come to go to school flying fresh, but I'm not going to break the bank no more. I'll put it to you like that. I'm not (laughs) spending hundreds of dollars on shit, you know? I go to... Well, because... My son, he dresses a little bit different. You know, he he likes to wear like collar shirts and like pants and slacks and shit. So he dressed like a little business nigga. You know, he he like his business casual outfit. So like he don't like jerseys, he don't like basketball shorts and shit like that. I was like, nigga, that's that Mexican in you. Because like uh, because nigga ain't you. Would love a pair of basketball shorts all day, every day. And like I told him, I was like, like I used to wear shorts under my pants just in case it was time to ball. You know, but your pants so goddamn tight, you can't wear shit. Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's crazy to see like just just the style. Like kid like he likes vans and shit and Fucking shit like that is crazy. Yeah, we come from the era where if you came to school and you wasn't dressed right, people gonna be like, "Well, what are those? What are those?" Well, man, we we come from a fucked up time where, like I say, jerseys, jeans. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you had to have style. It's like it's not like that no more. It's crazy to even see now. It's like kids dressing like shit. But man, I ain't gonna lie. I love jerseys, though. Those are like the easiest thing to put on and have to least work. I used to love wearing jerseys. I like the basketball shorts. I'm remembering that. Like, to this day, like, I still wear my 
not basketball shorts anymore. They're just like workout shorts. I'm so damn comfortable. Oh yeah. That's the one thing I love about that's one that I love about our era is that it's that like you said, shorts underneath the pants, man. I still do that to this day, and it is nice. Get home, I get comfortable. Nah, it's too hot for all that now. (laughs) 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 Fucking sweat my bag off being out here in Vegas. Nah, I'm good, bruh. No, no, no. There'll be none of that. But it's just kind of funny because you know, you never know what you're like. Like, I would have never thought that your son would be like wearing, like, acting like a business guy. That is funny. You never know. Like I said, that's the type of shit he like. You know, he uh, he a big ass weirdo. That's what I tell him all the time. He's a big weirdo. Yeah, you, like I said, you never know how a kid's going to turn out. You never know. He likes his, uh, he likes his shades. Now, that's the one thing he does have it on his. He likes shades and jewelry and watches and chains and now that's what he has took from me more than anything. He has took uh the when, did, when did you ever wear shades? I don't I never remember you being a shade person. I don't I remember know, now, wearing shades now every once I wear in a while. shades. Uh hey, hey, dude. That just tops off that dad look, bro. <laughs> Shades are a dad look. You can't see the miserableness in my eyes at times. <laughs> That's that fucking dad look. Shades, uh, fucking pro club t shirts. That's that. <laughs> That's that dad look. Either that or like comic book t shirts. That's that dad look, bro. Oh, isn't it great that isn't it great that you can wear the glasses and nobody will know the crazy ass look you're giving except <laughs> <Yeah>. your people? <laughs> like, I'm about to fuck you up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Even at night, dude, I just have on my glasses. They'd be like, Why are you got glasses on? Don't ask questions that you don't want to fucking answers to, bro. I'll fucking I'll fuck you up just because. Yeah. <laughs> It's about to go down. You just don't understand. Yeah. But see, like, now, like, the older I get, it's like, it, it, I don't know, man. I just, want, I just want some sweats and a beater or sweats and a t-shirt and, and my slides that are beat the fuck up, but I'll go anywhere in them slides. Nigga, I, nigga, I walk the desert in them motherfuckers. It's, man, it's crazy how I used to care so much about Getting all dressed up and getting all fly now. Nope. I'm just like, nope, I don't care. I got kids. That's my excuse for everything. It's like, that's why you don't want to? That's the reason. That, that's <laughs> the reason. <laughs> well, I mean, I only got two, nigga. You got a herd of children. You got a that's whole. That's my reason, bag. man. Look. <laughs> I got sweats on and I got a polo shirt. I know it don't match, but I'm comfortable. Exactly. I got a big ass hole in my beater right now, and I, and I don't care because this is my day off beater. And these are my gray sweats and my holy ass beater. And I'm sitting on the I'm sitting in my gamer chair with my slides on, and that and that's what I do. Like, gee. She don't know nothing about that dad life. Kids is quiet. 
Did mine nice. sleep? And I'm hoping he stays asleep right now because I, I'm the only one in the house. And he's the only one here. All my other kids are gone. Dude, I feel the same way. Every time she, she, she come home, I tell her this shit all the time. I was like, me, me and the kids will be fine. But as soon as you walk your happy ass in the door, now they screaming and playing and y'all laughing and shut the fuck up. Like everybody was <laughs> fine. Everybody was fine until you done walked through this door. Get to asking me questions and shit. Fucking get to telling me about her day. Like, I love you. I love you to death. I do anything for you. But why you got to hit me with 13 different things when you come through this door? Oh, you know what? The part that I dislike, though, is when they see you doing something or you're reading or you're listening to something. And then they come in step right in front of you and start talking like, yeah, you have all my attention now. I wasn't just doing what I was doing because, you know. Of course, you're you. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, that shit is annoying. It's like, I don't care what happened today at work. I don't care if the elevator doesn't work. What does that have to do with me? (laughs) If your elevator don't work at your job, maybe you should, like, pick it outside. I don't don't know what to tell you. Don't worry, bro. You haven't gotten to the point yet where you have to do the afterthoughts. To the afterthoughts, what is that? That's when your kids is getting older and you understand that this shit's never gonna change. So people will just find you doing weird afterthoughty shit. <laughs> like I like like I used to just go get in my car and then go to sleep. <laughs> and my brother, my sisters found that motherfucker on numerous occasions in his backyard just watering the grass. Fucking zombie mode just hold the hose on low. Think about it. He has a full sprinkler system. He just goes in the back and waters the grass with a blue moon and fuck it. (laughs) Just until shit quiet side, you're not going back in there. That sounds like you just you you wanted some time yourself, man. That was the only way. Oh shit. I've gotten calls literally three, four o'clock in the morning. Like, where the fuck are you at? Oh, I'm in the driveway. What? No, you're not. I'm in the driveway. You see him peek out the window. What the fuck are you doing out there? I don't know. I fell asleep. But I'll, I'll be in there in a little bit. You wake, you open your eyes again. It's bright, bright daylight. Like, oh, shit. I should go inside. <laughs> I should go actually sleep in my bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I I mean, I got to that point once when we was like going through some shit. And so my job was near like the Utah border. And uh, I almost turned left instead of right, bro. I almost became a Utah resident. You know, there's been plenty of times. I think I got halfway there and I was like, you know what? Let me turn around because I love my son. And that's the sole reason why I turned around. I was like, I wonder if I can go in the house, grab him. Without anybody knowing that we could just become Utah residents <laughs> because I can't take this shit no more. Hey, oh shit. I've I've driven to Utah to fight somebody. Oh shit, okay. I've driven to Utah to work a couple times, but I ain't never drove to Utah to beat no ass. Now that's 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 a little deep. Nope. That's Got a long ass work. drive to be fighting. Got off work, do some basketball shorts and t shirt on. Drove eight hours there. 
<laughs> drove eight hours back, one city. I think the only thing I came close to doing that is we drove to Phoenix to steal my homeboy's car and drove back. That was that was pretty fun. But I, I, I want to know. I want to know what led up to this. You, you can't just say that and then act like that's like just common shit. What? Uh, oh, okay, so I guess we was uh, we was working at the convention. I guess his dad came and took his car, and uh, he would. And we were trying to figure out a way on how to get. Well, actually, we didn't know that his dad took. It. So we just know that when he pinged it, it was in Phoenix. So we drove in a two-door Covolt, me and my homeboy that's then there <laughs> half the size of me, him and his girl. And anybody who knows about a two-door Covolt, it's a fucking stick, and it's little as shit. So we drove Small all the way car. out there from fucking here to Phoenix to break into this house to steal his car and we get out and we get there for one it's the middle of summer so it's hot as fuck and and um so, so we get there we're getting ready to break into this house and his dad is fucking waiting for us with a fucking shotgun and like but we didn't know that any of this was going to happen like he already knew he fucking played us like a fiddle so he comes in there with a shotgun it wasn't loaded but we was terrified we was shitting on ourselves and scared and he's playing <laughs> along it was fucked up it was fucked up so when his dad took the car yeah to yeah no, his to dad came out here and took his car yeah he got because he he and he had some keys like like i said he figured out who took the shit, but he never told us. So he got us revved up to go steal this car like dumbasses we were. And uh, like I said, we got a shotgun pointed at our face and we didn't know who this motherfucker was. And we thought we was going to die that day. Because there ain't no evading a shotgun blast. I'm going to just let you know that right now. But uh. Like we was gonna fight, we 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 was gonna fight. We we weren't. It just puts you like this. We weren't that close of friends no more after that. <laughs> Goddamn, that friendship clearly changed after that. But yeah, so <laughs> that shit. Like I said, I never went to go fight nobody, but uh, that was an awkward ass ride back home. Well, and well, that concludes today's podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know what, hell, what the hell happened to Adam. He just went MIA. My brother and my daughter calling me right now. Okay, okay. All right, I'll end this podcast. But all right, man. Hey, Adam, where can people find you at real quick? Oh, you can find me at my... Um... Fuck, I don't even remember my chick. I'm barely on social media. Um, you can find me at... Uh... What's what's my what is my fucking shit? What is my fucking name? Okay, Rambo Ambo. Yeah, Rambo Ambo. There we go. <laughs> you can find me on Rambo Ambo uh, on Instagram, and then you can find me by 
Adam Mitchell on Facebook. Look at I'm you barely on. out your government ID out there so everybody can find you when we get canceled. Oh, uh, you know, it's just my, my <laughs> first and last name. I got a couple middle names. You won't be able to find me unless you know. <laughs> All right, man. All right, I'll end this podcast here. All right, I want to thank y'all for checking out another episode of Fit the Description. I want to thank Adam, James, and Keith for being on here. I definitely appreciate it. Once again, on your way out, make sure to like and subscribe. Help us build this brand. Help us build this channel. Help us grow this community. That's our goal. Also, make sure to check out the Clip channel, Fit the Description podcast. Also, you can find us on various different podcast platforms. And beyond that, um, yeah, we'll see y'all next week with another episode. Have a good one. All right, go on. That was- <laughs>